Riot to Bryden is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Spicky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first, we'll, we'll sort you out. We'll tell you exactly what you think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous. U.S. is reportedly freezing its funding a controversial Syrian emergency response organization, the White Helmet. In the Iowa caucuses, and 41% of Democrats are uh, socialists or self-described socialists. All right. Sorry for the delay, I suppose, but that means nothing to our faithful commuters. Uh, I want to thank you uh, for for uh, allowing us to be in your ears on your Monday morning commute, or perhaps you're listening to America's Journalist right back where we should be uh, over here, over at the OIWD Studios. Uh, that's that that's fantastic, uh, fantastic news for everybody. I am bright, and I am thrilled to be here more than thrilled to be here I've, I've been drinking all day it's it's a fantastic day very uh rainy outside over here and we'll get to some nice weather posting here in a second but uh with me as per the huge it is spicky what's up spixter did you say weather posting weather posting yes it's fucking raining here too it's been raining fucking all day it sucks <laughs> uh i too have been drinking all day uh, been pounding beers since the delay of the show, so uh, that's a bit troublesome because <laughs> apparently I've drank a t- eighteen pack today. Wait, oh, dude, I have. Uh, well, I got a couple pounders too, so it's really hard to tell. I got two beers left of the eighteen pack. I know I bought it last night, but I don't know how many I had out of it. I think two or three. So I'm about at an eighteen pack. That's, I mean, that's pretty killer. I woke up this morning and uh, it was a nice day out. It was a wonderful day. And I thought I should go to mass. And I was like, I'm going to go to mass. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the 1130 mass, not not the 930. Uh, and, and then I had a Bloody Mary and I decided to go to hell instead. So uh, I have not, uh, not, been, not been doing a good job. Not been doing a good job, I guess, even just to, to say the least. Uh, which is, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, dude, when was, when was the last time you went to church, Becky? Uh, I was probably 12 and that's when I realized the whole thing's fucking bullshit. Well, we're going to have to agree to disagree on that one there, but yeah, you're wrong, but sure. That's fine. Well, uh, one of us is risking quite a bit and, uh, it ain't me bucko. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go to hell for that. Really? Come on. <laughs> Out of all the shit that I do. Come on. Yeah, no, I just, I, hey, listen, this is an Irish pa- Catholic podcast, and you need to respect this, Vicky. You need to convert, all right? <laughs> uh, this is an Israeli podcast. This is true. This is true. By, uh, Infowars and uh, Benjamin Netanyahu personally. So, yeah, I love those Mossad <laughs> checks that we get. Like, this is, it's amazing. Uh, Infowars gave us this, this beautiful op- uh, Apoidinovodiv uh, studio. Um, you know, it's, it's a little shoddy, it's a little shoddy, but, uh, you know, what do you expect? You know, they're, they're Jews. So we'll, we'll cheat, we'll cheat maybe, 
But uh, you said it's raining over there, dude, because it just it hit like uh, I almost said like a hurricane, but um, it, it, it hit really hard and started raining over here just about an hour ago and then quit. And then Glassbreaker texted me. It was like, hey, it's like cloudy as fuck. What's it doing over there? Um, cause he gets down on the weather posting as well. Our PR man for uh, uh, Operation Identity Workers Division. So uh, it uh, is pretty brutal over there or, or is it just coming in waves like it is here? Well, it's it's just off and on been shitty. You know, one of those days where um, somebody could curl up listening to a uh, Nirvana song and fucking blow their brains out on their couch or something. <laughs> I uh, saw you posting about that. Nirvana sucks dick, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, apparently that makes people very mad. Nirvana is the worst band of all time. Yeah. I, 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 I can't think of a worse rap group than Nirvana. Uh, or a solo or i just i can't do it like i'd rather listen to like uh phil collins b-sides than fucking nirvana and i can't yeah. out old school phil collins fucking sucks dude it's bad you are a trash person and you are fired that is that is just ridiculous you don't like phil collins yeah he's got like uh six good songs maybe i don't i can't think of one bad phil collins song uh, I can think of a whole lot. Same with Metallica. They suck too. Yeah, Metallica's bad. That's fine. They've got they've got uh maybe four good songs. Uh look, I, I'm more of like uh okay, what has this person done for me as far as like good singles, you know? Like a lot of the bands, let's face it, like a lot of them they have three or four good songs, you listen to all their shit, and you just throw it away after when you're done. And then there's bands like CKY, which many people have never heard of. Those guys don't have a bad song. You're, okay, you're going to say that CKY is better than Phil Collins? No, I'm saying CKY is infinitely better than Nirvana. Yeah, okay, everybody's better than Nirvana, dude. Like, this podcast is a better oh, Phil album, Collins, album than, than Nirvana has ever made. Phil Collins had a few good songs. Yeah, okay. I, uh, Phil, uh, it's not something you sit there and you listen to every single one of his songs. You're like, oh, yeah, it's great. No, it's not. I, uh, whatever, dude. I Again, uh, we're more gonna... rainy day. Sit on the couch, blow your fucking brains out, shit. I guess, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, let me ask you this because I got into a conversation recently, uh, and I've been meaning to bring this up to people. It's um, everybody is like, you know, really into Radiohead. Like, says that they're just this amazing band, and I get it. They're a good band. I mean, if somebody turns on Radiohead, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, you know, good. That's I'm not gonna turn it off or anything. I'm not gonna freak out. Uh, but I don't get it. I don't get it. And every time I've ever told anybody like, eh, Radiohead, meh, uh, it, uh, they, they flip out. Like I'm just some type of fucking moron. Um, so what's your opinion on Radiohead? Uh, I could take it or leave it. I mean, they had a few good songs that I, I really liked. Uh, but it, it's not one of those bands that, you know, I'd go nuts for and, and drive four hours to see like, rancid when i was in high school you know it's yeah. not like it's not like one of those bands i mean i i wouldn't go way the fuck out of my way to go see them i think they're good um but they're not on my ipod it's uh, okay computer was a great album you know everybody likes that album but like i just don't see I just don't see the point like i i just don't it, it doesn't make sense to me that people will flip out on me like 
dude, boy, have you heard him on vinyl? And I'm like, I don't, you know, it's, uh, I, I get, and I don't get the vinyl thing either. If you're, if you got to tell me like, you got to hear him on vinyl. It's like, I, you know, it's my ears don't work that way. Uh, you know, like, yeah, it's way more crisp. I mean, like it's just, you know, I, I don't, I, it's uh, just get a flack file. It's fine. I don't need to like do this ancient technology, getting back to my roots with the elders of musician of music or anything, uh, to, to, to do the vinyl thing. I, I just can't do it. I understand it's a hobby. I think it's a great hobby for people to have. Uh, it's a neat, you know, collecting stuff is nice. Some people like stamps. Uh, I, uh, I just, I just, I just don't, I just don't, uh, I just don't get it. And we also need to note that anybody who says, oh, they're better live. Any band that is better live is not worth listening to. <laughs> I mean, do you agree with me here? Can we just kind of uh, get that out of the way too? I will make one exception for that. And that is Pink Floyd. Uh, I didn't see them live as a, uh, collective band, but I did see Roger Waters, the world, uh, the wall at the, uh, TD garden. And I will say that is, and I've seen a shitload of uh, bands live. I will say that is by far the most magnificent thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. So yeah, because it's it it there's a whole show that goes with it. You know, it's not just it's not just the music. It's the whole it's the whole fucking charade. Yeah, uh, that's the only one I could think of though. Um, most bands suck when they're live. Yeah. Uh, well, you know who was great live. I saw, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna kind of talk about him a, a little bit later. Uh, is I saw Kanye West perform all of uh, the 808s album uh, live with like stage props, everything had all of this shit um, it, 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 at the Hollywood Bowl, and it was tremendous. You know, it was it was just absolutely amazing. But I uh, I, I just. I don't know, man. People get so excited about music. And like the only thing that I'm really excited about is that Kanye uh Kid Cudi collaboration. Like that's the oh, that's yeah. the only thing like musically I'm like excited about. Everything oh, else yeah. is like ah, you know, it's it's gonna be what it's gonna be. And you're like, oh, do you like this? It's got guitars and a synthesizer. I'm like, yeah, then I'm probably gonna like it, but I, I just I'm not I'm just not that musical of a guy, but you know, I did, uh, I, I, I got drunk last night and I ordered uh, a MIDI keyboard. I haven't, I haven't had one in ages. Uh, I ordered a, uh, M audio axiom 25 and, uh, I'm going to get back into making the old rap beats, Spicky. I think I'm going to sell them under a pseudonym. Nobody's going to know that I'm the one making them and I'm just, you know, 25 bucks a pop to some 85s or whatever their shitty <laughs> music, you know, I mean, that's why not? Like, I mean, why not? I can do it. So why not do it? Um, and it'll be something fun too. And we can, you know, work with like FEMA and shit like that and get, um, you know, some, some cool bumper music and shit like that. So that'll be cool. Make some, make some old trap music, maybe a little dubstep. Maybe I'll rap a little bit. You guys yeah. remember when I, when I played that rap song of mine, my, uh, my old thing about the video games. It was fun. It's going to be hilarious when you buy a mixtape with your fucking shit in the background though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I need to, I need to do like a DJ Khaled thing, you know, like everything that I do, like I need, I need a cool DJ name. Um, I knew, I do a DJ, DJ Khaled thing. I don't eat pussy either. I think that's the greatest thing that guy's ever fucking said. Major key, major key right there. Yeah. Less <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, I saw everybody going wild about that and they're like, what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, dude, nobody wants to. Well, I, and he's a Muslim too. Like, I mean, imagine that. It's like, oh, 
a Muslim is going to treat men differently than women. What a monster. What a monster DJ Khaled is. He can't have ham. Yeah, nobody wants to eat pussy. Yeah, monster, no. He's a fucking legend for what he said. I mean, and he's married? I mean, he's a fucking legend. Uh, Lion, he's fantastic. But guys, uh, we got a uh, we got a good show uh, for you. I think we got a lot of heavy topics. Um, Hillary Clinton uh, is is at it again, but she said more than she thought. Uh, we've got um, we got paved darker actually uh, coming by uh, on the second half of the show to uh, discuss his theory that we talked about on the last episode about uh, Mueller being perhaps our guy. I don't buy it, but I'm giving him the chance to sell me on it. Uh, uh, John Kerry is just violating the Logan Act. Uh, and then altright.com was shut down as well. Uh, and then The Root made the funniest uh, uh, article in the world. Um, hopefully we we are able to get to that. But uh, Spicky, what do you think, man? Do you want to go ahead and get the show on the road? Yeah, let's do it. Hey, this is Psycho Shaco, and this is Right to Friday. Let's go! This was amazing. I could not believe it. Hillary Clinton goes on her rampage every other day, blaming someone else for why she lost the election. It can't be because she is an unlovable and unrelatable cunt. That can't be why. It can't be that she didn't, uh, you know, campaign in some key states where uh, certain gentlemen might have who uh, actually won. You know, if you go ahead and um, give the finger to Virginia, they're going to go ahead and maybe not give you the vote. But uh, this is at um, this is this is at uh, some some it's a shared value leadership summit. Uh, I don't know what that is. It's about as gay as it sounds. Um, you, you heard it in the intro. But uh, before we go any further, I'm just going to go ahead and play this clip. And you guys ought to, ought to take from it uh, what it is here. You may be the only uh, presidential candidate since World War II that actually had to stand up and say, I am a capitalist. <laughs> uh, and you did. Uh, did it hurt you? Probably. I mean, you know, it's, it's, hard. <laughs> it's hard to know. But I mean, if you're in the Iowa caucuses and 41% of Democrats <laughs> are uh, socialists or self-described <laughs> socialists, and I'm asked, are you a capitalist? And I say, yes, but with appropriate regulation and appropriate uh, uh, accountability, uh, you know, that that probably gets lost in the, oh, my gosh, she's a capitalist. I, I mean, oh, my gosh, she's a capitalist. Now, look, I am not uh, going to sit here and say capitalism is a thing that I really care about and all of this because it's, it's, it's simply not. Um, it's, it's just simply not a thing that I'm going to sit here and defend. Uh, that, that is something that I am open to the discussion about, uh, economically, I would consider myself, I, I, I kind of like syndicalism, you know, and that's, that's up for debate. Please change my mind. You know, uh, not a fan of the Marxism. I think it's uh, pretty, uh, pretty bad. Uh, but you know, just, just like, you know, I'm, I'm open for the debate, but none of that matters. None of that matters compared to what Hillary Clinton just let out there, which was 41% of the Iowa caucus self-identifies as socialists. I want, I, I, I want you to guys, he's at the door. I want you to let that sink in.
All right. This is not a number that she just made up. It's not like she was like half or whatever. 41% is extremely specific. It's extremely specific. And this is Iowa. Okay. What does the caucus look like? What does the Democratic caucus look like in California when it comes to I identify as a socialist? This is what the Democrats are. Now, they are socialists running under the guise of being Democrats. Okay. Now, we also should just, uh, this is not the point, but this should be mentioned. Uh, she lost to Bernie Sanders. You know, she, she didn't lose to Bernie Sanders. Okay. She lost to Donald Trump. So this is just a little bit more of like her, like, oh, this is easy, but I did you know, just a lousy cunt. You know, she's just a real piece of fucking human garbage. Eat garbage. You're awful. But, uh, and you rigged it, you bitch. We all know it. We know it. Bernie Sanders know it. I knows it. Spicky knows it. Everybody fucking knows it. But the thing you gotta, you gotta just answer that. He's ringing on the doorbell. There's the sink. You gotta let him in. Forty-one percent. She knows that. She uh, apparently like ran for president a couple times or something. I don't know. Hillary who? I have no idea. But forty-one percent. Forty fucking one percent. Spicky making noise over there. 40 41%, that's that's damn near half are socialists in Iowa. What the fuck is going on with the DNC? And when are they just gonna come right out and be like, by the way, we don't only hate white people, we're also uh, you know, black socialists. Like, there you go. I'm waiting for it. I'm really waiting for when they just go full on, you know, uh uh, what's that party in South Africa? The uh 85s that uh love socialism, so it's that commie party, the uh well, the ECC, I believe it is something like that. Uh I I'm just waiting for it. I mean, that was she did not realize what she said. That lets all of us know, Spicky, that it lets all of us know, right? That they're fucking socialists. They're just goddamn socialist bastards. These commie pieces of shit. Sorry. I yelled, but go ahead. Yeah, that it it's pretty fucking bad, man. Uh carry on with the Obama phones. And by the way, I'm gonna make some more noise. <laughs> Delicious noise. Uh yeah, carry on with the Obama phones. Uh, you know, let's just make the hardworking middle class pay for uh more uh retarded Negroes uh to sit at home on their couch. Uh, do nothing all day and then go out and rape and fucking rob shit at night. Basically what it comes down to, uh, let's provide for those who are absolutely fucking too retarded to get a job. Uh, they're too lazy to get a job. Let's pay for, uh, cunt whores who just, uh, lay around, get knocked up by eight different dudes so they can get like $16,000 fucking tax returns at the end of the year for uh, having a fucking litter of retarded fucking children. Uh, yeah, perfect. That's good. Let's keep going this way. That'll work extremely well for the country. Well, they don't care about the country because the thing is they're fucking open border socialists, my man. Like, you you know it, and, and I know it, and everybody knows it, is... Uh, it's it's just it's just neat, and I'll I'll bet a lot of the DNC is like, oh my God, Hillary, shut the fuck up and go away. They already wanted her to go away, but you know they're still trying to uh, you know have have power uh, in the way that they're going to, which is uh, you know oh the Clinton Foundation is now like up and running again, even though what happened with the investigation into them, and they're probably trying to 
uh, prep Chelsea for some type of political, uh, you know, political thing there. Uh, it's, um, I, I, Chelsea's going to come out as, as like a, a you know, super left-leaning socialist person, you know. Um, the question itself was real dumb. Do you think that hurt you? Do you think that hurt you? She beat Bernie. <laughs> I like, what do you, do you, do you think that that hurt you against, uh, devout capitalist and, uh, real estate mogul, Donald Trump? Do you think that that hurt you saying that you were a capitalist? Like that was such a fucking nightmare of a thing. That guy needs to be thrown down a cold flight of stairs, but she had the numbers right off the top of her head. And for that to be Iowa, dude, what do you think like New York and California and Washington are like, like, holy shit, things are so much worse than we think. Um, they, these, these socialists, they're, they're fucking everywhere and growing because if we look at um what was the polling that came out uh, a while back uh but it said uh you know something along the lines of like the uh, uh the, the millennials are like you know one in four even more than that it might have been i i'm just somebody correct me if you you know do your own research guys but uh are you know sympathetic or identify as socialists um and that's when uh sleepy doctor you know it said like these millennials, they don't know dick about socialism and the cradle to grave government uh, coddling and control. It's, 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 it's scary. Like there's, there's a lot of people now that are uh, into the uh, socialism and, and, and buying the lies of um, uh, what is it? The European style socialists, the, the people that we don't like so much. It makes you wonder uh, who really won the fucking war here. Um, uh, I just, I, I couldn't believe it. That number, 41%, that's too specific to be uh, incorrect and not something that she knew. Um, I, I I just, I would like to see, I mean, maybe maybe we'll get like Bitburner or somebody like that to uh, give us the real specifics of it. You know, <laughs> like we'll, we'll have to like, uh, we'll have to bully Bitburner into giving those spe the specifics of how many identify as socialist or, or now they call themselves democratic socialists, right? Because, you know, if you put democratic in front of anything, like democratic rape is totally fine. You know, uh, I, it's, I, 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 I'm going to need you to calm me down because like, honestly, I think it's a little bit scary uh, is what it is. I think it's a, a little bit scary um, that that's, they are worse than we even thought they were before. I thought maybe there was a few like sensible old people in there. Fuck it. The whole new generation are just goddamn commies, man. No, it's instead of day of the rope, what it comes down to is we're going to need day of the wood chipper. We're <laughs> going to need to efficiently pull this off. It's not, it's not no longer like a few, uh, commie fags that are need to be dealt with. It's going to be, uh, it's apparently half of the country or at least it, well, probably more than that, really. I, I mean, how that. many of these stupid fucks are too lazy to get out and vote and shit? Well, that's what we're hoping for. But this is the Iowa caucus. You know, these are the people that are actually politically involved with the Democratic Party. Uh, that's, uh, I mean. It's telling. It's, yeah. It's I, fucking telling. Well, and that's why everybody needs to go out there and get off their ass and stop blackpilling. Like, Donald Trump is over. Eh. Like, quit being a fucking nerd. Go out there and you know bite your bite your tongue on a little bit of these guys. It's prime. You know, primaries coming up. Primaries doing good things. Try to get your guys in. You should have been doing this a while ago. Find the good nationalist candidates. And you know what? As long as they're not a never Trumper, and even if they are, they're probably well. They're basically the same as a as a Democrat. But you should still just you know bite your fucking 
bite your lip, pray, and uh, you know they're they're not a Democrat. These people are sinister as hell because they're presenting themselves as not a bunch of fucking communists, but they are. They are. So even not one of our guys is still better, so much better than uh, definitely not our guy. You know that, that, that we talked about it a few weeks ago. Uh, you know about the um, uh, what was it? The reparations thing where they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna get reparations by like 2040." You know, like that's that's right around the corner. If you want to like make a little faggy protest vote for like Jill Stein or something like that, uh, congrats, dude! Like you just uh, you really helped fuck everybody over. But we got to vote in the 2018 election, guys. We got to get out there and we got to um, you know, door knock. We got to make phone calls if you can't door knock. Uh. You know, it just even even a few phone calls, even a few phone calls. A lot of that's going down uh, via like apps now at this point. Uh, you know, if you remember making phone calls for Trump, which I would imagine a lot of you do, um, that's uh, it's it is going to be a lot better than just uh, either sitting back and giving up uh, and saying Trump is over. Um, you know, don't don't just concede to these people. I mean, they are communists, you know, they, they only self-identify as socialists because if you said I'm a commie, even uh, a lot of the establishment, uh, uh, DNC might be like, Hey, just, can you tone down a little bit? Can you just like, you know, not, not exactly like, you know, say you're a communist and, and, uh, all of that. Can you just go ahead and, uh, you know, socialist, democratic socialist is a little bit better. You know, you know, I know you like Bernie Sanders and all, but in reality, they're out there. Uh, burning shit, uh, and uh, they want your head. All right, they want your head, white man. That's what they want. Uh, it it's I I don't I, dude I don't know. I mean, nothing has like, and, and I'm not hearing a lot of people actually talk about this in the mainstream media or anything. I'm not hearing a lot of the uh, hubbub that should be about it, uh, which is like, yeah, we need to start looking at these at at these things. I'm surprised that there hasn't been leaks. There probably has. We should probably get some people on it. Uh, I'd like to know the makeup of how many of these people, especially in the coastal cities, um, you know, coast coastal areas there, uh, are are just flaunting the fact that they are they are socialists. Uh, these are gun grabbing, high taxing, tranny loving assholes. And uh, Hillary let something slip there. She uh, she absolutely let something slip. It's kind of amazing. Uh, she's not very fucking bright, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, the thing is, voting for a, a conservative is much better than voting for a Democrat under any circumstance. However, they're all fucking snakes for the most part. So uh, you're going to get, some, not, not to this extreme, you're going to get uh, a lot of people who are running on something that they're not. I mean, that's just the fact. It doesn't matter if it's uh, a Republican or a Democrat or uh, whatever the fucking the vegan party or whatever the fuck, you know, it doesn't really matter. It's all it's all fucking basically the same kind of deal, except this is extreme. This is her slipping and saying, ah, half of us are fucking actual communists. It's a little bit fucking scary, uh, it, and and that's actually that that's a pretty like a rural area. I mean, Iowa, nobody yeah. lives there, bunch of fucking <laughs> corn farmers and shit. So, like in uh in in, in uh the uh the fucking uh the cities and stuff like that, it gets really fucked up. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's what I'm saying is like I want to see 
you know, with the California caucuses. Like, I mean, because if it's forty-one percent in Iowa, holy hell, dude! And and the thing is, like, you got to remember how sneaky they are. I mean, these are the people that you know stole the election from Roy Moore. These are the people that are willing to just bus in a bunch of illegals to vote. These are these are people that hate you. Um, they hate you. Like the the um. You know, the I, and I hate using the word infighting, but like, you know, the little fucking uh, things like, well, you know, what? we're just, you know, uh, that's uh, that's what we've tried for like, you know, uh, for years. And, me, 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 and you're like, listen, you can be as hard right as you want. Go ahead. I don't care. Have your marches and wear your helmets and things like that. But I'm going to need you to just vote at least a little bit the right way. Can you do me that favor, everybody? You know, can you, can you just, uh, if you're going to do that, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shit on you. I think it's a bad idea, but, um, you know, we all have different things that we want to do and that's okay. Uh, but, uh, one of those things can't be voting Democrat, uh, or, you know, like they're going to man, they're going to, they're going to make it mandatory to cut your dick off is, is, you know, what, what is right around the corner. I can't wait. It's dude. I mean, we can play the accelerationist game all fucking day, but at the end of it right now we lose. Uh, so you gotta, you gotta just kind of buy as much time as you can. Uh, just oh God, what a fucking nightmare. Right to Bryden. Exposing the nose. Altright.com has been uh, booted by GoDaddy. We've seen this before. We saw this uh, with uh, the Stormer uh, after Charlottesville and what a disaster it was. Now, there's not enough people actually talking about this, and that is a problem as well. There's a lot of things post-Charlottesville that people are not talking about. Um, my prayers go out to uh, Mr. Goodwin uh, and his family. Um but this is a big one here, and it does affect you. Do you like this podcast? Would you like us to be able to stay online, even if it's not on YouTube or Spreaker or something? Well, then you ought to give a flying fuck about this. If you are a longtime listener of the show, you might know I am no fan of Mr. Richard Spencer by any stretch of the imagination. I, it's I'm, I'm one of his harshest critics. Uh, I... I I, I don't have much good to say about this guy. However, in the past, I have defended him when he needed defending, when he was in the right, which is funny considering he's, in my opinion, a leftist. Uh, but uh, I, yeah, I feel bad calling him a leftist. He's not a leftist. He's a, what do you, whatever you would classify Nazbol as. But I'm not here to shit all over Richard Spencer for once. Uh, what I am here to say is, you need to defend altright.com. This isn't getting the attention that uh, the Stormer got, you know, in the first time that this had ever happened. Well, it's now happening again. BuzzFeed has an article on it. I, I suppose I can go through. And I like their choice of photo of uh, Mr. Spencer with uh, his... his <laughs> his hand on his head from you know uh uh his gainesville florida speech like he, he just he must have known his site was going to get shut down i mean like they, they had to scour through like so many stills of this guy's speech <laughs> yeah it's it a pretty good one it's like that uh the 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 guy with the rag over his forehead and the uh pushing the two <laughs> buttons decision meme basically but with his hand in his pocket instead like it's fucking hey, hilarious yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, you know, good on them for that, I guess. But like, what a bunch of fucking nerds. But uh, here's what they have to say about this, and it's uh, oh man, they got great pictures in here. Uh, Altright.com, the infamous website founded by white nationalist Richard Spencer, is no longer accessible Thursday morning after it was taken down by its host, GoDaddy. In a statement provided to BuzzFeed News, a spokesperson for GoDaddy said that Spencer was given 48 hours to transfer the Altright.com domain to a different host before it was removed. In instances where the site goes beyond the mere exercise of freedoms, however, uh, and crosses over to promoting, encouraging, or otherwise engaging in specific acts of violence, against a person, we will take action, GoDaddy's statement read. It is our determination that AltRed.com has crossed the line and encouraged and promoted violence in a direct and threatening manner. Bullshit. Um, that's one thing that I can give uh, AltRed.com credit for. It never once uh, even flirted with the idea of violence. It never once even came adjacent to uh, even even anything like menacing, there was no uh, justification for this, like there was with the stormer with the uh, troll storm, uh, you know, thing with um, uh, that that uh, that Jewish lady whose name escapes me because I've been drinking all day, uh, who was harassing Richard Spencer's mom. Uh, there 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 was nothing. Uh, they they were a very very mild website, and and on purpose too, because that is Spencer's message he is a very mild guy and he wants to talk about white people going to space and like all these other nerdy things and uh it's you know whatever they they had no reason to do this they had absolutely no reason to do this and uh you know i should have had uh on hand i thought i did uh i'm gonna have to find it uh the uh tweet from the son of a bitch that was campaigning uh, to, to have this site taken down. And the thing is, guys, whether you like Spencer or not, um, this can happen to you. I've been saying this for a while. Uh, you got to stand up for this. And I'm not the only one. It's not like I'm the only guy out there screaming like, you know, why you got to do this? Like tons of people are, are, are you know, saying this. Um, do, 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 do. Did I send this to you, Spicky? I don't I don't know if I did. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, let's let's take a look at it here. This is Kristen Clark. She's a president and executive director of the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law, which, you know, civil rights guys, you don't need free speech. You know, remember that. But uh, she, she's got this thing uh, here breaking. We shut down Richard Spencer's alt-right website. We will continue using every tool in our arsenal to confront white supremacists, the alt-right, and those who incite violence and hate in our country. We applaud GoDaddy for heeding our call and pulling the site. Again, I, I, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. Maybe there was something that slipped through the cracks at the poor editing standards of altright.com, but I don't remember them ever saying anything that was even remotely a call to violence or anything like that. Um, there, this, I, I, Spicky, you know, again, making noise over there. Uh, do, do you, do you remember anything that was like, we got to go kill the blacks? You know, like I, 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 I didn't see any of that ever on that site. What I saw was a bunch of like nerdy crap by like reactionary tree. You know, it, uh, it, it was, it was, it was like uh, lame attempts at jokes, uh, and, and like nerd crap. You know, there was never anything. They always try to like peg this crap on Spencer. There was like, he called for peaceful ethnic cleansing. What does that mean? And then he's explained it a million times. 
what he meant by that, uh, which, you know, was like relocating people. Um, you know, whether you want to believe him on that or not, I don't know. He said it enough times that I believe the guy. All right. Uh, it's, it's just frustrating to me as one of his harshest critics, uh, motherfucker has me blocked on Twitter, uh, that, you know, I, I, we, we have to make a ruckus about this. This is, he should be able to have his lame Nazbol website. All right. Because it doesn't stop there. Yeah. It's going to keep going. I mean, he, uh, he, he did the exact opposite of call to violence. He literally ran for it from it when he got punched in the face, which happened twice. He just got up and ran like the biggest bitch I've ever seen in my fucking life. Um, this is a big attack on free speech. I mean, I did, did go daddy even like go and check the website and be like, ah, yeah, there's actually no violence here. Do they just take this, uh, really disgusting, large mouth, huge fucking foreheaded, uh, Negroes word for it. I mean, I assume that's gotta be what it is. And, and the thing is, I mean, it's, it's very much like, um, it's like, well, it's every other instance of this. Uh, it, it's uh, like, uh, you know, I don't know. People complained and we don't want to be seen as racist. Um, like, I mean, they have a they have an example here. Uh, other comments advocate for violence against women. comments. All right. Comments. There's comments on the website, guys. So th this again, it's going to come down to, um, I guess, what we've been talking about. Uh, for for a while, if you're if you're a a, a long time listener, um, people are going to be responsible for comments made by users on their site. Yeah, uh, and and that's you know it's it, it's rough. Like uh, here, let me let me read a few of these comments, and I'm going to uh, use the correct wording because we're a high class show over here. But these whores need uh, around the clock beatings, spankings, pussy poundings, throat fuckings, and humiliation to be put in their place and deprogram them from the K mind fucking. Amen. In addition, many, yeah, I know, right? Um, like never let your boot off the neck of them or they will just give you trouble. Uh, in addition, many comments make direct threats against other users or specific individuals. Uh, shut your Jew faggot mouth before I smash your Jew faggot fake conservative skull in with a lead pipe, you inbred Jew faggot pedo piece of shit. I will take you as a slave and I will shoot your entire Jew faggot family in the head. That was that sounded like it was Caspa, to be honest with you. It sounded like you wrote it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, uh, on, on an offshoot here, uh, I watched this Rachel Dolezal uh, documentary on Netflix and she was talking about trolling and, um, one of the comments that was, she was like, I'm getting harassed online or whatever. Uh, it was like, I will take my unprotected dick and smack your son in the face, uh, your inward son in the face. And I was like, waiting to see your Abby. Like, I, I just, they, they got on the, they, they did a close up on the phone and I was just waiting to see like, yep, that's spicky. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you know, I, um, like this, I mean, this uh, Jason Kessler is an inbred Jew faggot that needs its Jew skull smashed in with an axe. Like these are these are people that have left comments. These are the weird spurgs that go to allright.com. And because of these comments, the way this is headed is if you don't like a website, go there and be racist. Like just go there and just be racist and then have an organization say, 
they're harboring hate. There you go. I mean, like that's uh, a lot of these mainstream media places have shut down their uh, comments because you know they don't like being corrected. But uh, you know, fuck it. If that's if that's the rules, let's go to HuffPo and let's be horrible at HuffPo. Let's just remember 2008, 4chan, fucking do that. Do it. Let's build a community over on fucking every lefty site with a discuss add-on. Like, let's do that. Uh, and then we can just, uh, you know, get some some organization to petition their registrar and uh, get them shut down. Because that's what's happening here. That's exactly what's happening here. And the left is playing a really bad game. They think they own this territory, all right? And they don't. They don't. Because all it's going to take is we're going to see a lot of interesting uh, congressional uh, 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 hearings here coming up in the next few years about what the fuck is going on on the internet. Uh, it, it's going to be something of, of beauty because there's no reason you can't do that. The precedent has been set. Let's do it. Why not? Why not be as racist as you can on a lot of these lefty websites because they got to get shut down too? When it comes to, uh, you know, you're going to have like uh, uh, Senate and um, House committee hearings, um, they, they're they old, okay? And they're not, they do not understand what is happening here. This is a way that you can affect change, as they like to say. Uh, if, if those are the rules, then uh, we should uh, <laughs> we should do everything we can for that i mean it just sounds like a it sounds like a wonderful wonderful idea i've never even heard of uh, uh this black ladies thing the uh lawyers committee for civil rights under law um but they're bragging about it so uh it's gonna come to basically the end of the internet uh it's 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 gonna be an absolute disaster you're gonna be responsible for anything that happens on your website so there goes forums you know it's um we're we're not even responsible for anything that happens on this podcast, so I don't know. Well, thank fucking God, but uh, ultimately what it comes down to is they don't want people with like-minded thoughts like this to be congregating on one particular website, or anywhere for that matter. That's why they're doing what they're doing on Twitter, on Reddit. Uh, realistically, it, we should all just go back to MySpace and use that for a means of communication. I don't think they'd ban you. I don't think they have the capability at this point. They don't have but, the mods. We've got yeah, more mods. I, we've got more mods on our live show than uh, than uh, MySpace has. Just at all, it's just one guy. It's just one guy going like, "That's ah, not kid porn. That's fine." <laughs> yeah, and then meanwhile, Twitter's like, "Ah, it's kid porn. We'll retweet it from a blue check account." <laughs> like it's so fucking out of control. Uh. Man, how much would it cost to buy MySpace, do you think? Uh, probably still a lot. I forget who owns it now, but it's been sold a couple times. Uh, but I think um uh uh what's his face? Um the the guy from uh, American Idol, uh he was the host. Uh, Simon Cowell? No, no, he was the host. He was the guy. He was oh. like, "Uh, let's see what's going on. What is that stupid dude's name?" Uh Ryan Seacrest. I believe I may be wrong, but I believe actually Ryan Seacrest owns MySpace. What the fuck's he? He's doing nothing with it. He should sell it to me. I, I, I have to check this out now. Um, who owns MySpace? I want to. I, I may be totally wrong. 
uh time incorporated owns myspace uh when did okay. justin timberlake when did justin timberlake buy myspace i guess in 2009 and then uh he like sold it um it's a lot of people have tried to buy myspace uh and then be like oh this is garbage um but it still exists i mean i, I i've thought this before we definitely should just go to myspace instead because yeah fuck it why not nobody's there you know that's that's the new stormfront is myspace.com yeah i mean i think it would be ideal i mean it's terrible probably but we wouldn't have to worry about like making group chats and shit because you could just say whatever the fuck you wanted and there's literally nobody there except for a bunch of like uh 1997 bands with really shitty fucking pages that are still trying to push their shit to nobody that's the thing is who the fuck uses myspace they might actually embrace us they're like finally some <laughs> yes 40 people fucking awesome dude myspace gets less traffic than wrong thing <laughs> I, mean, I bet you're right i i don't know i mean i'd have to take a look i just i've never heard anybody even mention myspace like well I'm sure it's a front for like it's some sort of money laundering operation at this point where they just use a bunch of bots to fucking uh, fake IP traffic just so they can get fucking ads and shit. But realistically, I don't know anybody with a MySpace account. Well, we're gonna we're going to start mirroring this podcast on MySpace. <laughs> uh that's that's just the thing do you think we, we could probably take out ads on myspace for crazy cheap and they'll just be like flashing swastikas yeah, it's like bright to bright like we could probably take out one of those ridiculous ads like you see on twitter that are just this dumb illiterate post that's on everybody's fucking page it's like what the fuck is this shit we could do that on myspace for like five bucks i bet and it'll post like 60 times a fucking hour to, to the, to the <laughs> two people spam MySpace. <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's such a great idea. It's such a great idea. And I would just, I'd also love to see MySpace's registrar kick them off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that would happen. They'd probably sell again and they'd probably just ban everybody and start over. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we need to take over MySpace again. Make MySpace great again. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We had technical difficulties there. Uh, Spicky, are you still with me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wonder. It still says we're live. I don't know. We're going to have technical difficulties, I guess. It's been acting up all day. And to our uh, commuting listeners, uh, I, you know, none of this matters to you. It doesn't matter. We were about to take a break anyway, though. Um, uh, we, uh, we've got coming up here um, a, a, a nice uh friendly interview with uh mr pave darker who's going to uh he's he's a, a new media central contributor uh we'll explain all this when he gets on but uh we got uh got you know got a nice thing coming on he's gonna he's gonna explain some uh what i think is a crazy crazy theory but um yeah uh we'll we'll go ahead and hit that is 
George Washington, but it's the general to you. Or you could call me President One, not Three or Two. And you probably heard a lot of silly stories about me, but let me lay it down how raw I really used to be. I got a hemp operation back at the plantation, selling the stickiest shit around the new nation. So come run and find me if you wanna get high, 'cause honestly I got the bombers that can not tell a lie. Try, of course I'm gonna try. Bag it up and break it, and then just let 'em buy it. And if the Brits wanna come and take a piece of the cut, I'll raise a whole fucking army. Let 'em see what's what. The king's like, yo, I gotta get paid. I'm a tough titty 'cause y'all's a whole ocean away. And you can try to send some ships to come and make me pay up, but that's an awful long way just to suck these nuts. You get my fucking message, son. Take it, Thomas Jefferson. Sell drugs, run guns, nail sluts, and fuck the law. We're founding fathers, we're Rushmore shit, and we were all high as balls. The Declaration of Independence I wrote so high, I'm surprised it makes sense. But we find these truths to be self-evident. It goes puff, puff, pass. The next round you get skipped. Abe Lincoln, I know what you're thinking. Greatest president ever. I'll have what he's drinking.、Uh -huh. Yeah, well, see, that's where you'd be wrong. 'Cause if you wanna chill with me, you better go and grab that bomb. Or an apple or a can. See, you do not understand. Faded 24/7. 'Cause that's just the way I am. I can see you're having a little trouble believing me. Then check this letter that I wrote, recorded down in history. Ahem. Two of my favorite things are sitting on my porch and smoking a pipe of that sweet hemp. Of course, that's a quote that I wrote while I was still in office. But enough of that. I am too high. I have to back up off. Where's my I think I need to go and ride 'em home. I was supposed to leave about four score and twenty rips ago. You see my hat, I like it. I kind of think it looks like a stove. Scratch it, pass it one more time, and let me hit it for the road. Sell drugs, run guns, nail sluts, and fuck the law. We're founding fathers, we're Rushmore shit, and we were all high as balls. And don't let 'em try and tell you we grew. Which is a rope you can check what we wrote down in our harvest notes. We separated seeds that we found more potent in layman's terms. We were into getting bent. Smoking out the Continental Congress. Everybody's bitches be like all up on us. Patrick Henry's in the corner looking pretty well spent. Ben Franklin got so high he forgot to be president. Your girl just said she never had it hit so good. Smoked so many trees that my fucking teeth turn wood. And if they make a monument to me when I die, it'll be a giant abstract joint up in the sky. But you know they're gonna whitewash me, make up some corny shit about me chopping cherry trees. It's hard to control the people if the founders are thugs, so they'll just teach that I was all prayers, puppies, and hugs. But that just ain't the way it was. We set this whole place up with a hell of a buzz. So next time they try and tell you that this stuff is wrong, look at a dollar, light a blunt, fucking sing my song. Sell drugs, run guns, nail sluts, and fuck the law. We're founding fathers, we're Rushmore shit, and we were all high as balls. The Declaration of Independence I wrote so high, I'm surprised it makes sense. But we find these truths to be self-evident. It goes puff, puff, pass. The next round you get scared. The founders and we found this, and we found it. This on cannabis. We're the founders and we found this, and we found it. This on cannabis. Mount Rushmore crew. Stone monument to some monumental stoners. <laughs> Washington, T. Jefferson, and A. Lincoln, and fuck that other guy, Calvin Coolidge, whoever the fuck. We history.
Yo, I ain't here for the money, I ain't here for the fame Though it might be nice to own a jet plane I'ma do it all for you, come along and see it's true But the world is pretty cold, you might need a sweater too I'ma put a ride on ya, get from California Trying to make it in life, a school that never taught ya Dreams of my own, I've been working from home I can do it on my own, but sometimes it gets cold like Okay, good. Uh, I am here with Pave Darker. Uh, he, he's a contributor to NewMediaCentral.net, a wonderful website run by wonderful people. And uh, he has an interesting theory. It's the theory uh, that Mueller and uh, I, I believe Rosenstein uh, are somehow our guys and working uh, with Trump under uh, this big kabuki theater type of uh type type of thing i personally don't believe it but uh we did talk about it on uh on the last episode so i'm really really happy to have him here to discuss this and hopefully uh, you know convince me to the otherwise or or at very least uh give a little bit of um uh, a little bit of uh, clarity uh to to the things uh, uh that i've that i've heard about this theory pave how's it going bud uh, not bad, man. Um, it's uh, one. Th sorry, it's one thirty in the morning here in the UK, but luckily it's a bank holiday, so I'm all good. Well, I, I am so happy to have you here, and thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Um, so, I, I mean, I got everything right. The intro, right? Is there anything else that I should have said? I mean, well, it's it's you got to look at it in terms of the big picture. Um, what I'm basing this on is the fact that if you look back at, at Comey's history, for example, and, and Comey would be involved in this in some way as well, he is an absolute stickler for the letter of the law. He's an absolute follower of the letter of the law. He despises waterboarding, but he signed it off under Bush because he couldn't present a proper legal argument against it. The only time Comey's really shown backbone and, and pushed back 
was a case surrounding a program called Stellar Wind, um, which I believe, if I remember correctly, was actually at least partially created by Edward Snowden. Um, it was a form of uh, surveillance on metadata, um, sort of a precursor to things like PRISM um, and uh, all the other juicy bits that came out in those leaks. And uh, him and Muller, basically, who was FBI director at the time, threatened to quit their jobs if um, this legislation was signed into law as it was. Now, you've got a guy here who is very anti-surveillance, anti-intrusive data collection, that kind of thing. Is he really going to get behind a Pfizer-abusing coup to take down a sitting president? Well, let me ask you this. Just right off the bat, I already have a problem with this because uh, Mueller has been a confirmed leaker, uh, and and not in uh, you know any good way. Um, he uh, he prepped, uh, or not prepped. He uh, uh, briefed President Trump uh, under the direction of uh, uh, James Clapper uh, on the PP dossier, the uh, the Christopher Steele dossier, and that's how they actually got into, into the news. Um, so yeah, Mueller may be being like, Oh, I'm a big lawman or whatever. He's got, uh, not exactly, uh, I, I'd say not exactly the best history. Um, you know, but PP I, dossier got leaked and what happened? It was revealed to be false. And as a result of that, now Buzzfeed are going to get their asses sued out from under them. If they're not careful, um, you have, seen a situation where the media have run with the narrative because it was nice and juicy um, and in reality have looked like complete mongoloids because they've been running with a story that has no basis in reality. And Trump's done this over and over again. He's done it to weaken the press. He's done it to make them look foolish. Um, would not surprise me in the slightest if that was intentional as well. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, that's, uh, again, I'm still not buying it just yet, but, uh, it, you know, go on here, uh, about, uh, about, uh, Mueller. He, uh, okay. So Mueller, um, what the, there's a lot of inconsistencies with what's happened with him. If you go back literally days before the probe was begun, Trump met with Mueller, um, mm -hmm. Mueller and the idea supposedly, was that um, Mueller was interviewing for a job as the head of the FBI, but he can't be the head of the FBI. He's already been the head of the FBI for 12 years, and the only reason he was allowed to go for 12 years was because Congress approved it. There's no way Trump was going to get Congress to approve extending it up to 14 or 18 years. Uh, sorry, yeah, 14 or 16 years. And uh, so why was he having the meeting? That I mean, that is something that uh, may just be poor judgment on on behalf of the president. I mean, we know he just does stuff because he feels he's invincible. But I mean, that's that's okay. That's something I can't explain. I, uh, I that is an interesting point. I'll give you that. On top of this, we also know that Mike Rogers um, informed the president shortly before the Flynn calls were recorded that he was being wiretapped. Then all of a sudden, a guy who has been in the intelligence industry, if you will, for 30 years, decides to make go and make five phone calls to Kislyak. What? Mike Rogers is, uh, sorry, uh, not Mike Rogers, uh, Mike Flynn is probably one of the most accomplished um, intelligence agents 
that, that ever worked for America. Um, well, it's unfortunate. Even Obama will admit that he had a, well, a Obama, personality Obama, clashes. Obama fired Flynn. Uh, he fired Flynn. Uh, Flynn got fired uh, under under Trump, and I, I hope that uh, hope that uh, President Trump pardons Flynn. But I mean, his life seems to be ruined by this. Uh, and and we're going to get into some other shit later in the show uh, about uh, you know like the Logan Act and shit. I um. Uh, we and we know now that the FBI had said, uh, "Hey, uh, you know, he didn't lie." Um, does does that somehow play into this? I mean, I'm I'm having a hard time actually following. And this is probably my fault, but I'm I'm having a hard time following where it, this is it, going. What you what you got to understand is I haven't got the complete picture on this yet either. Um, I don't think we ever will have the complete picture of this because in order for Kabuki theater to work, there has to be certain elements that nobody ever sees. You can't suspend disbelief and believe a boy can fly if you can see the wires attached to his waist. Um, so there are bits and pieces that, that, that flat out won't come out. But bear this in mind. Okay, so the FBI have come out, admitted that Flynn did nothing wrong. So as I say, a 30-year veteran of um, the intelligence community goes on on the phone he then volunteers he didn't get subpoenaed he didn't get dragged in he volunteered to go and speak to the fbi he knew he was walking into a perjury trap it was all set up because ha what you have to bear in mind is that that flynn has security uh, has some fairly high levels of security clearance what comes with that is that you even if you are sort of out so to speak you're not allowed to spill any government secrets and what have you but if you are giving testimony under oath because you're currently being charged information can start to trickle out information that you wouldn't under normal circumstances be able to make public in any way shape or form so give me uh the rundown here i feel like i'm i'm just interrupting and asking too many questions give me the rundown of what specifically you think is happening what is the theory here that ultimately ends up with uh muller being our guy and what is the end game uh, my of, theory of my theory would be that i mean what you got to bear in mind is all this stuff's going back to ukraine um now if you look back at the situation in ukraine in 2013 2014 um you had the obama state department um, getting up to all sorts of shit over there with Svoboda. Um, anybody who's paid attention to that particular situation can see the parallels between that and Charlottesville um, with the tor torchless masks uh, and what have you. Um, it's difficult to basically think about what what charges have come out so far. Um, you've got the Flynn line. That's a process crime. I would argue that people like Muller and um, Comey, whatever you think of them, they are believers in the rule of law. And the best way to change unreasonable, intrusive laws is to set up an absolute bullshit case that you can pretty much guarantee is going to get appealed and will be successfully overturned. Now, once it's been overturned, you create a precedent, which is defang that law. Okay, but what is the? Well, I mean, what is the end game here? I mean, I are the end game. I would say is Clinton and McCain, um, the McCain Institute, the Clinton Foundation, all of this money that's been tied up, um, the Ukrainian revolution, the situation in Syria. It's all kind of coming to a head, and there's going to be a lot of really rather unpleasant information that comes out as a result of this um, 
this investigation. Um, we had the information leaked about the the Mueller trial um, the other day, the uh, the lawsuit um, that's currently being brought against the investigation by Manafort, and they literally said on record, okay, so this has nothing to do with Russia. This has nothing to do with Russian collusion. None yep. of the payments that are involved were Russian. None of the payments were going to Russia. So how is this under the purview of your Russian investigation? And right, his response was... was, it is under the purview of my investigation, which means it's not a Russia investigation. Right. And I mean, we know that that was Judge Ellis who said that, uh, you know, he was a Reagan appointee. Um, he, he said, you know, what, what the hell is this all going on? And that was Paul Manafort. We're trying to get the Manafort thing thrown out is what they're doing. Um, you know, I... I it, and I, I again, I really hope that Trump pardons uh, Flynn because Flynn is looking at just going to fucking prison now. You know, uh, and then you got Flynn's like uh, go Flynn is not going to go to prison. He's I don't withdrawing so his guilty plea. Um, oh, one thing, as I understand it, um, and also he he's not going to go to prison over this because it's it's as I say the the FBI have come out and said he did nothing wrong. Um, well, Certainly. well, that was after. Hold on, that was after a lot of uh, them slow walking the uh, the unredacted um, uh, little memos there, or the unredacted, you know, information. Uh, it's it, I I just can't uh, see the FBI or any of the intelligence agency uh, agencies as anything but working against the president. And I believe still that Mueller is working against the president because why would Mueller uh, somehow change his mind and change? his character seemingly changed his character um when you know he let people that he knew were innocent just kind of rot in jail uh you know that uh when he was uh, over in boston you know that whole murder trial thing and it was like yeah it ended up with a hundred million dollar settlement of false imprisonment um uh, it's why would he change his mind and just decide to be like a good guy? Because Mueller strikes me as the type of dude who uh, he just wants to be right. And he wants a good reputation. Um, why would he, why would he just turn coat and work for an outsider like Trump? Um, because he lived up uh, for my mind. He worked under the um, Bush and Obama admins and saw the absolute state that the FBI itself was getting into. Um, I mean, everybody makes mistakes in their careers, and I'm by no stretch of the imagination saying that Mueller or Comey are absolutely clean in this. I'm not saying Flynn's absolutely clean in this because you've got the other issues with the Turkey scenarios and what have you. Um, you know, outside of what's going on with the the, the Russia probe, um, they found all the information about the um, work he was doing for the, uh, the Turkish government and not declaring. So Flynn is not 100% clean on this either. Nobody that's in this is 100% clean. But I just I have there's too much about it that doesn't make sense. As you say, like for example the, the situation of Trump interviewing him, it doesn't make any sense unless they're working together in some way. Um, like I say, Flynn making those phone calls after being warned by Rogers, it does not make any sense um, if you believe the traditional narrative of what the special counsel is trying to do here. So the, the, there's too much about it that doesn't add up to me. And like I say, Comey and Mueller uh, took stands against invasive surveillance before. Why would they be getting behind an investigation whose root is in invasive um, surveillance and abuse of FISA courts.
because they don't like because they don't like Donald Trump because these are not men of principle they are men of uh, convenience I mean that's I, I when you look at um, you know I mean Comey's a piece of shit in my opinion uh, and he's probably going to jail I, I think that but um, they're 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 men of uh, opportunity and convenience I don't think they're men of principle at all uh, it's it just doesn't make much sense to me that they would just you know uh break good and um you know <laughs> like be nice people now who want to save the country instead of preserving their own um their own uh, you know level of influence i mean it's widely known that files went missing from the fbi that that may or may not have landed into hillary clinton's lap back when her husband was in charge um and for years, she's had a vice grip over the FBI. The only way you can investigate someone like Hillary is behind closed doors, because as soon as you start investigating Hillary, all the, uh, people misunderstand her role within things. They see her as some sort of, you know, evil witch queen or what have you. But she she's not the real power. The real power are the people that are behind Hillary and what have you. And as soon as... I mean, like, take, for example, the email investigation and what have you. Comey's come out since then and said, well, uh, okay, you know, we, we, we put the letter out and we did this and we did that because we figured she was going to win. If you look back to the press conference that he gave, he literally lists out her crimes and gets them put into the record. Now, if she had won, do you think that information, were the, the evidence behind things would have perhaps just disappeared somewhere along the line? I mean that's interesting. Would you uh, would you uh, would you say that I mean perhaps Comey was gunning for Hill or for gunning for Trump from the start? Then is that what you're kind of implying? I'm not suggesting she, he was gunning for Trump from the start. I'm suggesting um, that he figured that that Hillary's going to win just like everybody else did. So he was trying to get the information on her crimes on the record before it mysteriously disappeared once she took office. Think about his book, for example. Um, there's a lot of really pointless gossip about Trump, which serves no other purpose than to get people like MSNBC and CNN talking about it and gleefully spreading information about this book and getting as many people as possible to read it. And what happens when people read it? Oh, they notice that section about um, Loretta Lynch and um, documents that were floating around the FBI um, that had perhaps influenced things with regards to the email investigation. There's so many times we've seen this as a classic Trumpian tactic is to take the pill and wrap it up in something that will make it palatable to the mainstream media and before you know it they're spreading what Trump wanted them to spread in the first place because they've gotten so focused on this this bright shiny wrapping around it and what have you. Um, you saw that with Michael Wolf's book. There were certain things in there that were actually really good for Trump. You saw that with um, Comey's book. It's lots of frippery. I, I I mean, I think that this is very much like we're, we're not magapedes, 40 chess people over on this show, but we're also not black pilled losers who think that Trump is done. Uh, no. I think this is a very, very interesting theory. Uh, I'm still not sure if I buy it, but, uh, you know, I mean, we're going to have to see how it plays out. Uh, Spicky, do you have uh, do you have any questions for Pave here? Uh, well, one thing, I, I, I mean, it, it's definitely an interesting theory. I mean, the one thing that uh, that kind of strikes me 
is, um, it, you know, it, it it does go back to, to Mueller has this kind of, it, it's not a perfectly a spotless record. It never will be. Uh, but is he willing to risk it all just to, you know, just to quote unquote take Trump down? I mean, no, it's... I, I don't think it is. I mean, I, I really, I, I find it fucking hard to believe that that's going to be the case. Now, it's getting to an extreme at this point. We're, what, 18 months into this absolute abomination of a investigation. So the only thing that I've seen come out of this is absolute shitbags get weeded out of Trump's administration. I think we can all agree on that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where I see this theory kind of panning out to this point, to be perfectly honest with you. I see just there are shitbags and there are the people who and, and you see Trump immediately after, like with Michael Cohen going, well, what the fuck is this? So I, and you've got the, the dodgy agents that were on the the Clinton email investigation that got transferred through to the Russia probe, and all of a sudden everything comes out, everything gets leaked, all these all these text messages hit. It's almost as if they put them there intentionally to exercise them from the FBI. Now, people will say, oh, well, they didn't um, fire them or what have you. They just reassigned them. But the reality is if you fire somebody, you can no longer monitor them and observe what they're doing. If you bump them down a few pay grades and stick them in some shitty job, according to the documents that they've signed on their initial hiring, you're still allowed to monitor what they're doing. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's that's pretty interesting too. I mean, there's uh, obviously two extremes you can kind of look at this. I look at everything objectively, which I think everybody knows at this point. Um, I I I honestly think like it, it looks to me at this point uh, that these shitbags are just getting weeded out. That's the only people that are getting fucking outed right now are just complete shitbags. And Trump's like, eh, fuck it. You know what? They're being fucking scumbags. Let them go. I don't care. I want to do what's fucking right. I mean, Cohen was his lawyer for a long time, and he just basically said, fuck him. Let him fucking go. And also think about chain of command. If not for the fact that the Mueller investigation had taken place, who would have been investigating Trump? McCabe. Yeah. I mean, that's that's actually probably the hottest take you've had, uh, is, is that. I, I, I didn't think of that. Um and we know so if Comey didn't trust him, if Comey didn't trust him, and if you look at the text messages from Page and Strock towards the end, they're forcing Comey out. They're 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 excluding him from the conversation because they know that he's a stickler for the rules. And what they're doing is nefarious behind the scenes. You need somebody that you have an element of control over to a certain extent. And obviously, bear in mind. The the Russia probe is one thing, but Mueller has already essentially cleared Trump on that regard. What's going to be really interesting is the OIG report, which has been pushed back and pushed back, almost as if they're trying to get it to drop right before the midterms to really fuck the Dems over. I think that's uh, I think that's an interesting point. All right, um, Pave, uh, is there anything we're missing here before we uh, let you go? Uh no, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna probably be putting a video together to explain it in a little bit more detail. I mean, obviously, there's only so much that we can go through because you're talking about 
months and months and months of history well years of history if you really want to sort of dig back into it um but yeah thanks for having me on it's it's always good to chat and nice to finally talk to you in person spec um and, yeah you uh, too man i love you <laughs> for a long time man i mean you're you're one of the the first friends i fucking i've had here and uh you know you've always had my back and i'll always have yours so there's that always my dude right i'll see you guys later all right buddy got uh we got fun stuff to talk about here it's a nice one um carrie is quietly seeking to salvage iran deal he helped craft oh boy it's from the boston globe they're the they're the uh wonderful wonderful folks that uh decided to to break this and and i thank them for it they're they're not um my favorite publication but you know it's uh it's good stuff John Kerry's bid to save one of his most significant accomplishments as Secretary of State took him to New York on a Sunday afternoon two weeks ago, where, more than a year after he left office, he engaged in some unusual shadow diplomacy with a top-ranking Iranian official. What does that sound like to you guys? Because it sounds, sounds illegal to me. <laughs> He sat down at the United Nations with Foreign Minister, that dude from Iran, all right, uh, uh, Javed Zarif. That's that's not that's not the way you say it, but this is the way you say it in normal people. Uh, to discuss ways of preserving the pact limiting Iran's nuclear weapons program, it was the second time in about two months that the two had met to strategize over uh, salvaging a deal they spent years negotiating during the Obama administration, according to a person briefed on the meetings. So you, we got we to gotta remember, a, a person briefed on the meetings, who the hell is this? Who the hell is their source? We don't know. We have no idea. We only have what the Boston Globe has decided to report. Uh, with the Iran deal facing its gravest threat since it was signed in 2015, Kerry has been an aggressive yet stealthy mission to preserve it, using his deep list of contacts gleaned during his time as the top U.S. diplomat to try to apply pressure on the Trump administration from the outside. Again, doesn't that sound, 
illegal. Like, it sounds like there might be this weird law. I don't know. Uh, it reminds me of this movie. Uh, they, 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 where they put like that, the, the, the big red light on your hand. And you, you know, once you're 25, you're done. I don't know. I'll, it'll, it'll come to me, guys. It'll, it'll come to me, I think. Um, just, uh, you know, well, let's get through the article. It's fine. Well, maybe it's not as bad as, as we think it is. Because you got to remember, I mean, it's never as bad as we think it is. President Trump, who has consistently criticized the Bacton campaign in 2016 uh, on scheduling it, faces a May 12th deadline to decide whether to continue abiding by its terms. Kerry almost uh, also met last month with German President Frank Walter Steinmeier, and he's been on the phone with top European Union official uh, Federica, annoying last name. If anybody knows that, feel free to send it to me. But uh, starts with an M, so we're just gonna we're just gonna call them all uh, lesbian Freddie M. According to the source, who spoke on the condition of anonymity to reveal the private meetings. Again, you know, not so sure on the sources that they have here, but you know, it's we gotta go with what we are are given. All right, Spicky can't be over there. He's not hanging out with John Kerry. All right, it's, it's you know, this is fine. It can't be that bad, right? It can't be that bad. There's no way that this is like bordering on treason. It can't be. Kerry has also met with French President Emmanuel Macaroni uh, in both Paris and New York, conversing over the details of sanctions and regional nuclear threats in both French and English. I you know, he can't be that bad. He's just bilingual and a private citizen meeting with world leaders. Um, guys, there's what's that law? It's just it's escaping me. I mean, they try to use it against Flynn. They try to use it against Trump. You know, there's I think there's this thing. It just it's it's absolutely just escaping my mind at the moment. Uh, the rare moves by a former Secretary of State highlight the stakes for Kerry personally, as well as for other Obama-era diplomats who are dismayed by what they see as Trump's disruptive approach to diplomacy and who view uh, the Iran nuclear deal as a factor for stability in the Middle East and for global nuclear uh, non-proliferation. The pact, which came after a marathon of negotiating, guys, they tried so hard for this. It was so rough to give them that much money. You know, it was very hard for them. It's very tough. Uh, it, that involved Iran and six world powers lifted sanctions in return for Iran stopping its pursuit of nuclear weapons, which they totally did. You know, you got to remember... Iran is totally not trying to make nukes right now like Israel or anything. It's, you know, just get that out of your head right now. All right. It's unusual for a former secretary of state to engage in foreign policy like this as an actual diplomat and quasi-negotiator, said Michael Hanlon, Michael O'Hanlon, a foreign policy expert at the Brookings Institute. Of course, former secretaries of state often remain quite engaged with foreign leaders, as they should, but it's rarely so issue-specific, especially when they have just left office. You know, it is it is odd. It is odd. It is, it is very strange that he would just be abroad trying to 
go against the uh, the, the, the the seeming uh, wishes of, of 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 the president, but I'm sure no laws have been broken. It's uh, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. Kerry declined to be interviewed for this story. I wouldn't talk to the Boston Globe either. So you know, point for Kerry. The quiet lobbying campaign by him and others is being conducted below the radar because he and his allies believe a high-profile defense of the deal by prominent Democrats would only backfire and provoke Trump, making it more likely the president would pull the United States out of the deal. So I'm going to I'm going to stop like, you know, playing this like uh, little character here. Um and just tell you this motherfucker this motherfucker violated the Logan Act. Okay, the Logan Act says you as a private citizen cannot um, uh, go and, 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 and try to influence foreign policy uh, and, and undermine the U.S. You can't, you can't do this. But here is what uh, this guy, Vladek, had to say. He goes, the act only applies to conduct that is designed to defeat measures of the United States or influence the conduct of foreign governments. If all Kerry is doing is working to keep in place something that's still technically a measure of the United States, I don't see how that statute would apply even if someone was crazy enough to try it. Here's the thing, bucko. First of all, clean your room. Secondly, I would like to apply that. All right? You're you're not uh, you're not you're not sneaking this one by me now. Do I think Kerry is going to be prosecuted or anything like that? Probably fucking not. Sleepy Sessions is just not going to do his job. But if they wanted to, we've seen the way that the law can be applied one way or or the other, uh, and we can just rip it around different ways, and it doesn't really matter. Uh, we we can apply it because. Iran is one of, what is it, Spicky at six, right? Uh, U.S. known state, uh, uh, state, uh, the, the state um, uh, uh, facilitators. I mean, I guess they, they're, they're one of like, I believe it's six. Four. Con four, okay, four. Um, countries that just, they're like, yeah, we love terrorists. Uh, that's what we do. That's what, that's what Iran is all about. It's like, we've got terrorists and we are, we are funding them and fuck you. Uh, Russia is not one of those. And this is the same shit that they tried to get Trump for, that they tried to get Flynn for. Uh, and Flynn is facing prison time for, you know, a lot of reasons here, but it's, it's funny to me that he can violate the Logan Act with a fucking terrorist country and then we're just going to sit there and be like oh well i guess you know it's just it's just guy it's fine it's, you know he just wants to go just wants to he just wants to make sure that it's okay peace in the middle east am i right nigga nah nah nigga nah i'm not buying this dude i'm not buying this crap for a second spicky what do you, i is i mean this is absurd right like this is just super like this is crazy clown world crap i mean he's he's meeting with with uh, they, they they just they're they're thrilled about terrorists is what iran does i mean it's we've we've decided as a country i mean even just like if we want to say like let's throw nuance out the table legally speaking like this is a terrorist state that he is meeting with to undermine uh the current administration 
Yep, since uh, January 19th, 1984, Iran has been a state sponsor of terrorism, according to the U.S. government. He's had plenty of notice to, you know, uh, have this in the back of his mind before he just goes rogue. Well, probably not, let's be honest. Uh, he's not doing this on his own accord. Uh, to go overseas to a state sponsor of terrorism and... Uh, kind of, I guess, try to calm them down, make a deal, whatever, however you want to have it. There are four countries, according to state.gov, the U.S. State Department's website, that are designated state sponsors of terrorism. Many have come and gone from this list. There are currently four. One, North Korea. Two, Iran. Three, Syria. Four, Sudan. Four countries. And he just goes overseas and decides to uh, go behind the, the president's back, go behind the, the, the entire country at this point to try to, I guess, broker a deal. <laughs> well, he's wanting to hang on to legacy, you know, is, is what it is. I mean, the dismantling of Obama's legacy by the Trump administration uh, is something that hurts these people's feelings. You know, you got to remember that all of these people worked very hard to get to where they were and they decided like oh i've done these great things even though they were not great things so to dismantle the the deal um that's that's all john Kerry has left you know he thought that was going to be his thing it was like and iran didn't have nukes for like seven more years you know and then to find out that of course they did uh and and do um it's funny that you get uh you know israel pointing that out and they're like uh benjamin uh you know netanyahu uh, has to has to say that, and he's like, they lied, and it's like, listen, buddy, like we all know you have nukes, dickhead. Um, that's it's very funny, but like that's all he had left besides losing to uh, losing to uh, 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 Bush. You know that that's that that's all he had left was like, I have to make peace for a little bit. Uh, you know, it's I, I, hold on. John Kerry walked into a bar. The bartender says, "Why why the long face?" Uh, <laughs> um he's a horse-faced fucking asshole but i i i don't believe that they're going to go after this asshole for it like they i mean they should they absolutely should but they're not going to and this is frustrating to me this is really frustrating to me i wish we had a more um fierce head of the department of justice i mean you're never going to find anybody to prosecute this asshole for it but i mean here we go again talking about the deep state and the swamp and all of this. This son of a bitch is trying to undermine the president. Uh, and he's going to get out on a technicality. I, I just, it's, it, it's people like him and like McCain who like, have we, have we seen if he's dead yet? You know, it, I don't, I don't understand these people spicky. It's the most frustrating shit, dude. It makes my head hurt. I really don't like it. It, um, it's an absolute fucking nightmare. Well, Obama's going to deliver his eulogy, so I'd assume he's got that planned out, hopefully for uh, next week. Yeah, I mean, he's planning stuff, so that's good, but it, it just... Which Obama? I mean, come on, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, my God. It's... um. I, I, I Do we have much else on this? Because, but like, I mean, frankly... Just to just to put it the way that it is, uh, John Kerry needs to go to fucking prison. 
Okay. You've got these people out here trying to undermine the fucking president of the United States right now by saying like, Oh, let's keep the Iran deal going on. Like, and then you have, uh, you know, the, the absolute fucking geniuses on the alt-right backing up Iran now. Uh, I'm looking at you, McFeels, who says you unironically endorse this. Please come on the show. Let's have a discussion about uh, about all of this shit because that's, that's just insanity. That's just insanity here. Um, we need to have in Iran what we just had and is going on with uh, North Korea. I think you're going to see very quickly if you jump on the right to Bryden white pill train, uh, you're you're going to be okay. You're going to be right. Start making bets with your friends. Uh, but unfortunately, I don't think this asshole is going to fucking prison. I I just don't see it happening um, because the swamp's too deep. You know, if we get six more Trumps, maybe this guy will go to fucking prison. But what a, I mean, the arrogance of this motherfucker amazes me. Like it's, you know, I just, again, I'm going to say it again. If Iran was able to, they would fuck your entire life up. And the enemy of my enemy is not my friend. They're both your fucking enemy. Wake up. You're America. All right. You get, you get to just have every enemy because that's the, Sweden doesn't like us guys. All right. Nobody likes us. We're America and we need to remain America. It, um, it just, it just, it's, just, it's just so fucking irritating. This is right to Biden. At least listen to a podcast on the internet. Free thought is for white people. I agree. The root. I absolutely agree. It is. I have not read this article. I'm very thrilled about, uh, reading this article. It, um, it's a little long. Good God. Oh, it's so long. I'm so tired. Spicky, I'm so tired. Um, I am free. I am a black man. Perhaps the biggest challenge a father raising a black child in America will ever face is conveying the difference between those two things. It's hard to explain the oxymoron of making sure a person believes that the world provides them with limitless opportunity while ensuring that they understand the limiting reality of being black in America. It is uh, uh, was uh, precipitously uh, thin wire that black people must walk every day. The path between life and liberty is a dank, cramped, unending alleyway in which we are forced to spend our entire existence. The borders are unmarked, but stepping outside, the boundaries can often mean death. My daughter is free. She is an unpredictable ball of creativity and intelligence. And how long does this fucking article go on before he really gets to what he's talking about? Let me, let me go down a little bit to, to where I see some stuff here. On Tuesday, the artist formerly known as Kanye West, formerly known as Kanye West. Spicky, did he change his name? That sounds like some crazy bullshit Kanye would do, but I don't think he changed his name. Yeezy. He did that a long time ago. He's still known as Kanye West, but he is easy. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, this is black logic here. I mean, I suppose. I don't know. So, formerly known as Kanye West, went on a media blitz explaining his allegiance to President Donald Trump, his nonsensical, his nonsensical tweet rants, and most importantly, the concept of, in quotations here, free thought. Stopping by TMC Studios with the conservative sentient uh, talking point, 
Candace Owens, Kanye explained, when you hear about slavery for 400 years, for 400 years, that sounds like a choice. Um, okay, first of all, I need to uh, just say, you need to see that quote in context. Uh, the blacks have gone insane over this. The left has gone insane over this. Uh, he very much was talking about, uh, uh, you know, mental slavery. All right. Now, this is very basic bitch stuff to anybody in this audience, to me, to Spicky, all that. But again, as we've said before, this is Kanye West. All right. Um, this is huge. It's it's an it's a wonderful thing, and I can't wait for Tommy Loren to uh, uh, to call Candace Owens uh, a racist. I mean, or no, for Candace Owens to call Tommy Loren a racist. I mean, basically, basically, all the thing is like all women need to be pushed down the stairs. I don't know, they're all garbage, but yes, it's yes, slay queen. Like, let's just slay all the queens. Fuck it, you know, just out of here with your dumb ass down a cold flight of stairs. You fucking. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're like they're all fighting over it and shit. I was hoping this article was gonna be a little bit better. Um, part of privilege is the freedom to ignore history, data, and proven facts to embrace the possibility of the universal oneness of all mankind. This guy has never, ever, ever checked out any FBI statistics ever. And you heard that uh, Kanye dropped those uh, uh, stats where he was like ninety percent of uh, black on black crime. You know, ninety percent of black homicide is black on black uh, crime. So like that that was upsetting to people that was upsetting to um, um black folks uh i just i i i hate the fact that i'm mad that i have to talk about kanye west this is basically it like I, I just i hate the fact that i'm exhausted uh to the point of talking about kanye and this article is not funny i thought it was going to be funny but this guy does say free thought means white thought that I mean, we can we just I we could probably just stop it there, you know. This is this is the absolute fucking genius uh, that put out the article uh, saying something similar to that. Um, he's got to just be a he's got to just be a troll. Like he, in this article, he has YPPO, you know, like the the way we spell it W Y P I P O YPPO held a protest for white teacher who slapped, kicked, and pulled locks of sleeping student. Good. I hope that he, I hope that she just like kicked the crap out of him. But th this dude, all he does is write about fucking racism and like how evil it is and all that. And he bashes on Kanye West. Um, I just, I, I'm, I'm done with these geniuses, Becky. Like I just, I can't, we know that the root is basically forward for inwards. Uh, he's a, the his even his writing style, the way this article is broken up. It's like uh, the fucked up part is that Kanye believes this too. <laughs> like, okay, uh, the rest of us are too dumb to free ourselves or too lazy to work ourselves out of bl our black misery. But he thinks freely now, like smart people, like successful people, like white people. Yeah, dude, I'm sorry, you you people, you people. Have had so much time to just assimilate, and you failed to do so. Uh, instead, you become rapists, thieves, murderers, and absolute garbage that the rest of us have to pay for you to be the things that I mentioned before. Now, not all black people, but that's the reason Naxalt is a thing. 
Not all blacks are like that. I know it. I'm friends with the best black people. And you know what? They hate black people too. Every successful black man will look at you dead in the eyes and say, I fucking hate those inwards. They don't, they don't like it. Because what you are is a disgusting drain on our civilized society. I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. It is very black. And let me tell you, we purposely moved to a white neighborhood. If Kanye wants to get the fuck out of there and be a successful black person and say, you need to stop feeling sorry for yourself, like many black people have said before, you don't get to write a whole fucking article on it. You know, it's just, it's, uh, you're, you're lucky we take as much pity on you uh, as we do now. Uh, it's, uh, you ever get tired of dealing with that shit? Like, I, I, like, I'm a huge racist. Don't get me wrong. But I don't just walk up to black people at a 7-Eleven and just be like, ah, N-word. You know, that's, that's not, you know, that's not what any sensible person would do. But I'm sick of the bitching, and I think I, I think everybody's sick of the bitching. And when it's reached the point where Kanye West, uh, a well-to-do black musical genius, is sick of the bitching, this is nothing but good. Um, I, I the root will not be a website in four years. That's all I'm saying. I don't know, man. Yeah, it'll be bought out by Vice. So what's gonna happen to that fucking shithole? Uh, Kanye also brought up Chicago, which I think most uh, black folks just would rather ignore. Just kind of pretend it doesn't exist, pretend nothing's going on there, and he's brought it up multiple times now. Yeah, well, I mean uh, that's where he grew up. That's his. That's his city. You know, Chi Town. You know, that's that's his thing. He, he represents so much. I think he he does care about that, which is great because that's some real like blood and soil shit coming from Kanye West. <laughs> it's great, right? Uh, Dwayne Wade was also brought up there. Um, he played uh, high school, I think, college basketball there. His cousin was shot there on a Friday night and murdered with her kids around her. And uh, he doesn't talk about it. He talks about it for like three days till the funeral. He doesn't talk about it. Well, I, I don't think everybody has to necessarily talk about it. Um, you know, but... Uh, no, but if they cared about, you know, so much as each other just a little bit... Uh, I mean, this is basically naming the black person at this point, right? That's pretty much, <laughs> you know, he's uh, naming the groid, if you will. Uh, you'd think they'd want to raise awareness and, like, maybe point out the fact that maybe guns aren't the problem. However, it's the people who the guns are in the hands of. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's fair. Uh, but, you know, Kanye, as we talked about before, uh, you know, Kanye is probably in favor of gun control. Um, you know, he, yeah. he's I, he grew up in Chicago. He sees what goes on. And uh, now he's out there in uh, wherever he is in L.A., um, you know, and walled off from it. So, like, he doesn't see the use for guns. Uh, but I think Kanye was, is a wonderful um 
a wonderful example of uh, just a very conflicted person uh, because he wants to go all, all, all in on this and he wants to be a uh, an influential person when he really honestly should just shut up and make music. But um, his music, uh, like like Yay versus the People, is is great. Um, that's such a good that's such a good song, uh, which was a conversation that him and Ti had. You know, and Ti is is on that song. Uh, you can go to KanyeWaste.com, uh, at least at the time of this broadcast, and you can you know see the the video of them you know coming together with this. I think everything is performance art for Kanye West, but uh, I think he is somewhat onto something. Um, and whether he wants to or not, dude, this is going to be huge. Like it's, it's going to be very, very big. Uh, this, um, you know, what is it? Uh, 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 black male support for Donald Trump went from 11% to 22% after, <laughs> after Kanye came out and did his thing there. Um, now that's because they're easily led. Uh, there's no way that they're actually going to vote, but it's still very funny and it's still something, you know, worth referencing. Uh, but these, uh, these 85s are just going to, you know, stay mad, black folk, stay mad because, um, it's hilarious to us. Like we are just, we're, we're just, we're just laughing our fucking asses off here because you should have gotten away from that a long time ago. Um, Chicago is, is, uh, a shithole. Everybody knows it. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I want to walk away from this uh, episode in like a, a, like a positive light, man. I want to, I want to, you know, not just be angry at the, uh, at the N words over it. Uh, Good luck. Yeah, I know. Right. I'm, I'm like trying to find the, the thing here. I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know where it is. I don't even know where it is, but um, yeah. I, is, do we have anything else? Do we, do we actually have anything else? Or are we like, uh, we about at that point. Sounds like you mentally checked out before the show even started with your YouTube frustration. Yeah. That's also might've been a thing. Um, I can't believe that that like, it's just YouTube kept slapping me in the face with this fucking big old, wiener like it was just so frustrating <laughs> you burned up all your fucking estrogen before the shit even started oh fuck off oh you know every time i see you get frustrated or mad you're getting fucking dragged faggot you know you're just you're just a frustrating person to deal with like i don't think people actually <laughs> understand like i sit here i work no, they do they do I work all fucking week. I'm just like, I don't know if we're gonna have content for the show. I don't know. And I'm like sending you links of like crap that we don't even fucking, you know, cover half the time. You know, that I make them put it in order. Yeah, yeah, you do. Which is always wrong, by the way. So it might as well not even fucking happen. It's not a big deal because I always got the tabs open. But I make him put it in order, and then, uh. He doesn't do it remotely in order. So, yeah, I should drag him for that. I think I will uh, Wednesday when we do this again. I think I'm going to drag him at every opportunity that I get because I've seen him mad online like twice in the last week, which is fucking comical. I love it. Well, you know what's funny is uh, we completely missed like a huge story. So, no, we have to uh, – we, we actually have to do this. God damn, I am not fucking – I am – it it is hard over here, man. I got like a lot of stuff to do. We have one more story. This is a huge what? story, and we're. I just realized like we're we're basically like uh, you know, like an hour in. So like, no, the show's not over. We got one more. What?
You are listening to Right to Bryden. Making Nigel Farage look like a pussy. U.S. freezes funding for Syria's white helmets. This is big, guys. This is a big thing. Less than two months ago, the State Department hosted members of the White Helmets at Foggy Bottom. At the time, the humanitarian group was showered with praise for saving lives in Syria. Our meetings in March were very positive. There were even more remarks from senior officials about the long-term commitments, even into 2020. There were no suggestions whatsoever about stopping support. Some foreign fella, uh, the group's leader, told CBS News. Now, they are not getting any uh, U.S. funding as the State Department now uh, says that the sport is under active review. The U.S. has accounted for about a third of the group's overall funding. This is a very worrisome development, said an official uh, from the White Helmets. Ultimately, this, is, this will negatively impact the humanitarian workers' abilities to save lives. Uh, this goes on for a while. Um uh, this, the specifics of this actually don't matter too terribly much. You've all seen the White Helmets fraud videos over in Syria where they, they just like, you know, cover children in chicken blood. Uh, they, they, they're a nightmare of, of an organization. Everyone who said Trump is over, Trump is not uh, doing anything about Syria. You need to go ahead and pack it up, eat your words, you're done. All right? Apologize or get the fuck out. Because uh, th this, is, this is fantastic. They're no longer funding the assholes that have uh, made up the, 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 the gas attacks and what have you. These, these, are, these are pieces of shit. These are the people that you guys have been railing against. I never once believed that they were good people. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. We're no longer funding them. Don't talk to me again about Trump. All right. Having not received U.S. funding in recent weeks, White Helmets are questioning what this means for the future. They have received no formal declaration from the U.S. government that the monetary assistance has come to a full halt, but the group's pull, uh, people on the ground in Syria report that their funds have been cut off. The group has an emergency plan if the funding is halted for one or two months, but they are worried about the long-term freeze. If this is a long-term or permanent halt, it would have serious impact on our ability to make up attacks. Sorry, I mean, uh, ability to provide the same intensity and quality of services that we currently provide to civilians, said some foreign fellow. An internal State Department document said that its Near East, uh, that its Near East Bureau needed confirmation from the administration to greenlight funding from the White Helmets in Syria by April 15th, but the department would initiate shutdown procedures on a rolling basis. Again, this is real big. This is the type of backroom shit or behind-the-scenes shit that almost gives credence to what Pave Darker was talking about. This is the way that you stop funding terrorists. This is the way that we end up not getting involved in foreign countries. This is the way that uh, things are done in Washington. You may not like it, but this is what peak performance looks like. 
It's fantastic. And if there's any more of these wins, I just think that the alt-right might kill itself, Spicky. I don't know what to do uh, because I have a lot of friends <laughs> that are alt-right. Um, what are we going to do when all our friends are dead? Uh, celebrate. I've been uh, trying to MK Ultra these faggots for a long time and trying to convince them to do such a thing uh, very subtly with subliminal messages. But uh, in all seriousness, uh, Trump essentially fired CNN. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he basically said, uh, fuck you, fake news faggots. We're not giving you any more money. And the only thing uh, that popped in my mind earlier when I saw this uh, was if they actually had to go out to, like, some sort of an accidental, like, an IED strike or, like, uh, a, a, a miscellaneous bomb coming down on somebody's house. And these fucking propagandists, like, if they, they got the actual call, they're like, ah, need you guys go out there. I just picture that Spider-Man meme where they're just... There's two Spider-Mans looking at each other with their fucking arms up near, like, eh, what the fuck do we do? Like, there's actually people dying. We're fucked. <laughs> like, fuck. This is such a it is such a fucking clear-cut clusterfuck. They've been busted so many times that it's just it's one of those things where it's how do people still believe it? I mean, uh, it's not like they're shooting commercials. What the fuck are they shooting commercials for? They're supposedly like paramedics and shit. Like, what the fuck? I mean, that that's the thing is like they have been busted time and 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 time 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 and time again, and nothing happens from it because you don't see them. You know, you don't you don't see these videos of it showing up. And God bless the leakers, whoever they are. But you don't see these videos showing up on even fox you know uh at least to the best of my knowledge but still we're giving them a ton of money like it says here president trump put a freeze on the 200 million dollar uh in u.s funding for recovery efforts in syria in late march this freeze means that u.s support uh for the white helmets is not the only uh project in jeopardy that that's great i mean that's that's just a wonderful thing nobody talked about um, you know, hey, we're not we're not funding recovery efforts in there anymore. Instead, uh, you get everybody screaming that you know he bombed some places. You know, buddy, buddy, he bombed places, and that means that is that Donald Trump is over. Uh, it um, I I. I I don't, I don't even know how much we're funding the white fucking helmets for. Um, and I, I, I would imagine very few knew that we were sending them money. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's something of beauty, Spicky. Like I can't, I, I can't, you know, I, I, I can't explain it. Uh, everything is happening, uh, in, in a slow and wonderful way i mean the donald trump knows these people were propagandists he knew before the first yeah. serious strike he knew all right uh and everybody was upset then and said but buddy donald trump is over and i mean i had my doubts i absolutely had my doubts but it uh it seems to be working out in like just such a such a beautiful way i mean um i i would say honestly donald trump could kick out all the Jews 
and then uh, it, the naysayers uh, would would say, "But he didn't kill him." <laughs> you know? Like this is this is so big and not being covered by anyone but us uh, and and obviously the CBS News website that we're covering it from. But that's it's buried on the back pages. It's oh, you yeah. know page six. Uh, it. Uh, I think it's just, I mean, it's a thing of beauty. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm real drunk and tired, but uh, all I can do is smile about it. It's great. They're, the fakers are done. They're done. Well, I can't believe CNN didn't have a roundtable being like, oh, my God, Donald Trump cut off the white helmets, the only people trying to help the Syrian fucking people, and just crying with like a – a two-tiered fucking setup with like 18 complete fucking retards just bitching for like three hours, just having a special about it. I honestly can't believe it, which tells me they knew exactly what was going on if they're not talking about it. They knew this was a crock of fucking shit the whole time. That's an interesting theory, uh, actually. It I, must I be, didn't... right? Yeah, I didn't think of it that way. I mean, I, I assumed that anybody uh, with half a brain would know that the white helmets are bullshit. It's very easy to just look up very obvious fakes by the white helmets. Um, yeah, it it's um, and I, I just imagine more that like people would be like, well, they had to do this so that they could get you know help or whatever. Um, but it's these a people talking are point. Yeah, these people are terrorists. I mean, we, you know it, I know it, everybody knows it. They're fucking terrorists. I think even the left, to a certain degree, understands. I, I just, I, I, the justification I would like to hear, uh, it, it's, it's great. I, I, I think if they do start to get batch about this, if they do freak the fuck out, uh, it, they're inviting an argument that, um, I don't even think they want to have because <laughs> there's just a mountain of evidence to be like, yeah, but they, you know, look, they're, they're just fakers, man. Uh, it's, you know, that has nothing to do with the conflict in Syria. Even, you know, you can, you can, you can take your sides on that. I personally don't take a side because I'm an American and that has nothing to do with me, but even if you're going to take a side, I mean, just the evidence against the white helmets is just too much. Yeah, and you would you would sit here and you would think that uh, CNN would use that to their advantage if they didn't know anything about it. They would sit there and they would fucking roast Trump over this. It'd be like disbanding the Red Cross to them. Yeah, I mean, you think they would just lose their fucking mind and use it for an anti-Trump talking point like they've done time and time again. But this, they're like, oh, fuck, what are we going to do here? I know, we just won't talk about it at all because we're a bunch of fucking retards and uh, we can't spin this because it's quite obvious what's been going on. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it, it's just, it's big news that I want people to know is, um, you know, is happening. Like, you know, remember, guys, as I get uh, even more tired, as Spicky and I have both been drinking for, oh, geez, at least I 10 switched, hours. I switched over to vodka, by the way, uh, in the last <laughs> segment. I have I have Gatorade, Red Gatorade, and Grey Goose that I'm drinking now. Uh, I could do another one. You want to keep Let's, going? Um, <laughs> I, I have so much editing to do, unless you have a story. Um, 
No. No. <laughs> uh, I'll, do, I'll do a story on on uh, on Twitter about how I'm fucking drinking Grey Goose and vodka at fucking 9.30 p.m. before I have to be to work at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. <laughs> Well, I mean, here's the thing too: is like we uh, we 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 got we had a uh, nice short show again. I mean, we're we're keeping it uh, you know in the reins here uh, when we're when we're live, which is I, I think real good. You know, we're we're keeping it within a reasonable time span of like two hours instead of be like fuck it, let's do eighteen hours of shit. Like it's 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 real nice. Uh, I don't know I don't know why I don't know why, but that that's where we are. But um, guys, that's the show. And uh, I want to thank you all for tuning in, be it on your uh, commute uh, or if you're here with us live over in the OIWD studios. Um, I, I, speaking, I love all of your support uh, and, and your attention, really. Um, you know, we just uh, we're a couple drunk guys that like talking about the news and uh, we just happen to be better at it than CNN is. So uh, that's that's uh, that's the way that things are. And until then, guys, we will see you when we see you.